Hey everybody, this is Glenn. And this is Linda. We're so glad to have you here with us for this program of Preparing Our Hearts for Worship podcast. This is where we find out about the authors and the songs they wrote. We learned these songs in our church services when we just started going to church. These wonderful old hymns are dear to all of us and were inspired by scripture. Often tragic events in the lives of the authors occurs prior to the time of writing, and God uses that event in the writing. Today we are looking at He Included Me, written by Johnson Oatman. Last week we started examining the subject of why are there so many people in our congregations that have little or no evidence in their lives of being Christians. This is something we'll continue to look at this week, and perhaps next week too. We're certainly not advocating work-based salvation whatsoever. Ephesians 2, 8-9 through 9, says, For by grace you have been saved, through faith, not of yourselves, it is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. That's so right, Linda, and neither are we saying that praying with someone when you are in the process of sharing the gospel is wrong. What we are saying is that we believe there's evidence of a rush to get numbers down the aisle, and we've neglected to care for the convict. We have neglected to give care to the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. We have assigned much credence in the person saying rote, redundant words that they don't understand. Sometimes the process is misunderstood. They have been worked up by a moving sermon and are motivated only by not going to hell and getting to heaven. Of course, these are things we need to understand, but if we look at the wives of the vast multitudes who have walked the aisles and never come back to church soon thereafter, we know something is wrong in the way we're doing this. The Bible tells us when a person is born again, he or she is a new creature. All things are new and old things are passed away. There are fruits of the Spirit and we know they are Christians by their love. Discipleship is most important in our churches, and it's been replaced by social club mentality. And sad to say, we see very little spiritual growth. Our country's in bad shape, and Satan is accomplishing his agenda because our members don't care. And many are active in Satan workshops. We have not come we have not come out of the world. To reach the lost, we need to start with prayer. Ask God to lead us to fertile ground, to sow evangelistic seed. We need to ask God to break our hearts for the lost. Make us care. Hell, hell is real, and the vast majority of people are lost for all eternity, while we watch them as we pass them on the streets and do the things we think are most important. Friends, there's nothing more important than forever in the lives of our fellow man. We're too caught up in our own agenda. This week's song is about being included in the family of God. The, the command on our lives is to share Jesus and Jesus' love with others and leave the results to God. The song is, He Included Me. I am so happy in Christ today that I go singing along my way. Yes, I'm so happy to know and say, Jesus included me too. 
Jesus included me. Yes, he included me. When the Lord said, Whosoever, he included me. Jesus included me. Yes, he included me. When the Lord said, Whosoever, he included me. Gladly I read, Whosoever may come to the fountain of life today. But when I read it, I always say, Jesus included me too. Ever God's Spirit is saying, Come. Hear the bride saying, No longer roam. But I am sure while they're calling home, Jesus included me. Freely come drink, words the soul to thrill. Oh, with what joy they my heart do fill. For when he said, Whosoever will, Jesus included me. Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up a cross and follow me. Mark 8:34. A hymn which points out that everyone is under heavy thought when Jesus said that whatever will come after Jesus must deny himself, take up the cross and follow the Lord. This text was written by Johnson Oatman, Jr. Johnson Oatman, Jr., son of Johnson and Rachel Ann Oatman, was born near Medford, New Jersey, on April the 21st, 1856. His father was an excellent singer, and it always delighted the son to sit by his side and hear him sing the songs of the church. Outside of the usual time spent in public schools, Mr. Oatman received his education at Herbert's Academy, Princeton, New Jersey, and the New Jersey Colgate Institute, Bordentown, New Jersey. And at the age of 19, he enjoyed, he joined the Methodist Episcopal Church, and a few years later, he was granted the license to preach the gospel. And still later, he was reg regularly ordained by Bishop Morrell. However, Mr. Oatman only served as a local preacher. For many years, he was engaged with his father in the mercantile business at Lum Lumberton, New Jersey, under the firm name of Johnson, Oatman, and Son. Since the death of his father, he had for the past 15 years been in the life insurance business, having charge of the business of one of the great companies in Mount Holly, New Jersey, where he resided. Having written over 3,000 hymns, no gospel song book is, cons is considered as being complete unless it contains some of Johnson Oatman's uh, music. Oatman has given us a number of songs that are still found in the hymnal books. Count Your Many Blessings and Higher Ground are two of them. Hampton Swell was a very busy gospel musician in the early years of the 20th century. In 1878, he married Wilhelma Reed of Lumberton, New Jersey, and had three children, Rachel, Miriam, and Percy. The tune was composed by Hampton Swirl Sr., who was born on January 7, 1875. Educated in the Grammar School of Georgia, he married Elizabeth Griffith, and they had two sons, Captain Swerio, J, and 
James Penley's world. Later, he studied music with music publisher and hymn writer Anthony Johnson, show Walter, best remembered for leaning on the everlasting arms. After several years of working as a merchant and a farmer, he began serving as music director for evangelist Charles Dunaway in 1909, working in the music evangelism field throughout the southern United States for more than 25 years. Cited with about around 500 songs, he compiled three collections of hymns in 1909. Hymns of Glory Number 2 in 1914, in which he included B, which is dated 1909, and was produced during an evangelistic meeting at Wacox, Georgia. First appeared in World Revival Hymns in 1918. Is this hymn inclusive or exclusive? The answer is a paradox. It's both. It's inclusive in the sense that forgiveness of sins, eternal life, and a home in heaven are ours only through faith in Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me, John 14:6. Nor is there salvation in any other, Acts 4:12. That's pretty restrictive. All have sinned, it says in Romans 2, 3, 23, and are condemned by holy God. But the solution, the solution, a means of being delivered from the sin that shuts us out. By His grace, God the Father sent His Son to pay the price of our sins upon the cross. Through faith in Him, we can be saved, John 3.16, Acts 16.30-31. This is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this is life in His Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. 1 John 5.11-12. Where then is the inclusiveness of the gospel? The inclusiveness is found in the offer of the gospel. It's for all, of every nationality, every ethnic group, men and women, old and young, rich and poor, educated and illiterate, no matter how sinful the person has been. Word that is used frequently to indicate is open invitation is whoever or in the longer form used by the King James Version is whosoever. Jesus promised, whoever believes in me will not abide in darkness, John twelve forty six. Whoever believes in him, Christ, will receive remission, forgiveness of sins, Acts ten forty three. God sent his son to die in our place that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life, John 3:16. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved, Romans 10, 13. That is the inclusives about which Johnson Oatman has written. Gladly I read, whosoever will may come to the fountain of life today. But when I read it, I always say, Jesus included me. 
The glorious invitation to avail ourselves of the gracious provision of God is a theme that can be found in both Old Testament and New. Isaiah 55, 1 and 2 read, Oh, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is, is not bread, and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me, and eat what is good, and let your soul delight itself in abundance. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water, a symbol of the new birth through the regenerating work of the Spirit of God. John seven thirty seven through 38 The Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let him who hears say, Come, and let him who thirst come, whosoever desires. Let him take the water of life freely. Revelations 22:17. Ever God's Spirit is saying, Come, hear the bride saying, No longer roam. But I am sure while they're calling home, Jesus included me too. Whosoever will call after me, let him who will come after me, let him deny himself and take up the cross and follow me. Mark 8, 34. Later, he studied music with music publisher and hymn writer Anthony Showalter, best remembered for Leaning on the Everlasting Arms. After several years of working as a merchant for and a farmer, he began serving as music director and evangel for evangelist John Donaway in 1909 working with the music evangelism field throughout the southern United States for more than 25 years. Credited with more than 500 songs, he compiled three collections, Hymns of Glory in 1909, Hymns of Glory No. 2 in 1914, in which he included me, which is dated 1909, was produced during an evangelistic meeting at Waycross first appeared in World Revival Hymns in 1918. Sewell died in Temple, Georgia on March 11, 1937, after the copyright for, for He Included Me. Among hymn books published by the members of the Lord's Church during the 20th century for use in Churches of Christ, He Included Me may be found. The song mentions the benefits that come to one who realizes that he is included in Christ's plan of salvation. In Sansa 1, it talks about the joy and singing. I am so happy in Christ today that I go singing along my way. Yes, I am happy to know and say, Jesus included me too. We can be happy like the Ethiopian eunuch who obeyed the gospel and went on his way rejoicing. Acts 8, 34-39 reads, So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this, of himself or of some other man? 
Then Philip opened his mouth, and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now as they went down the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still. Both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. Now, when they come up out of the water, the Holy Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. One way in which we express this joy and gladness is in singing is quoted in James 5.13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. What brings about happiness is that Jesus included each one of us when he invited all who labor and heavy laden to come to him. As we read in Matthew 11, 28 through 30, Come to me, all you who labor and heavy laden, for I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle, lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Verse 2 talks about life. Gladly I read, Whosoever may come to the fountain of life today. But when I read it, I always say, Jesus included me too. One reason that we need to come to him is that he opened the fountain for sin. And Zechariah 13.1 says, In that day a fountain shall be opened for the house of David and for the inhabitants of Jerusalem for sin and for uncleanness. This means by which we learn of this is by reading the gospel which calls us to salvation. In Second Thessalonians 2.14 it says, Whereunto he called you by the gospel to obtain, up to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3 talks about coming home. Ever God's Spirit is saying, Come, hear the bride saying, No longer roam. But I am sure while they're calling home, Jesus included me. Spirit through the truth into which he generated the, the apostle convicts, convicts in the word, world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, John 16, 7-13. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and judgment. Of sin because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged i still have many things to say to you but i cannot bear them now however when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own authority but whatever he hears 
He will speak and he will tell you the things to come. The Bible teaches that Jesus tasted death for every person. The means that he died not only for all people in aggregate, but also for me as an individual. Though I have sinned and not worthy of his salvation, I can be joyful and thankful that he included me. Truth. 1 Timothy 3.16 says, And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up in glory. The message of the Spirit and the Bride is to come home to the Lord, as we see in Revelations 22.17. It reads, And the Spirit of the Bride says, Come, and let him who hears say, Come, and let him who thirst come. Whoever, whosoever desire, let him take the water of life freely. In verse 4, it talks about drinking from. Freely come drank words, the soul to thrill. Oh, with what joy they my heart do fill. For when he said, whosoever will, Jesus included me too. Jesus invites us to drink of the water of life. John 4, 14 reads, But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. There is, of course, a symbol of the fact that Jesus made well in the hearts of, by faith. Ephesians 3, 17 says that Christ made well in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. This promise is made to whosoever believes and confesses him. Romans 10, 19 says that if, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The chorus continues to remind us that the offer of Christ is made to all mankind. Jesus included me. Yes, he included me. When the Lord said, whosoever, he included me. Jesus included me. Yes, he included me. When the Lord said, whosoever, he included me. The Bible teaches that Jesus tested death for every person. That means that he died not only for all people in aggregate, but also for me as an individual. Though I have sinned and am not worthy of his salvation, I can joyfully be thankful that he included me. This 1909 offering is one of those incessantly repetitious songs with the word included used four, on all four stanzas. And if you count the refrain, it's 28 times. But as noted with some of the other repetitious song, gospel songs, it does emphasize the truth that bears repeating. Repent from sin is nowhere in the Bible. What is repentance then? Repentance is not just a sorrow for our sin. Repentance is a complete change in our way of thinking, a realization we are lost, 
without hope, and there's nothing we can do about it. Repentance is a complete turnaround, not just a desire to change. It's a realization we cannot in ourselves change. It's a change in our dependency on what we can do because we cannot do anything. It's a realization that Jesus did it all on the cross. In placing your trust and faith in what he did, that and that alone for our redemption, his complete work on the cross, suffering your punishment, eternal damnation. It's turning from dead works uh, to a living God. It's, it's depending on the finished works of God and believing him to the point of obedience. This kind of belief is key. What happens to you when you have this kind of belief? Is that it changes you? You changes what you're doing. Old things pass away, and all new things are made. All things are made new. You can't just keep on going the way you were going and be sorry for it. It's like overeating and begging for help. You must stop eating. Repentance is a complete turnaround from your way of life. Believe with a belief that changes what we depend on will cause us to act on what we believe. If a dam had a small crack, a leak, and a passerby says, I believe that dam's going to burst one day, but he keeps passing by day after day after day, many times, year after year, and one day he passed us, and it burst and he drowns. He really didn't believe the dam was going to burst. If the smoker says they believe smoking causes cancer but never quits, he or she really doesn't believe it, or he or she would stop smoking. A fig tree produces figs, not pears. The life of a, of a tree produces fruit of its own kind. Man that says he has faith but he has no works, has no faith. A man produces fruit of the kind he is. You can walk the aisle and say the magic prayer and never get saved. If you get saved, you're different. I'm not judging, but if you're saved, the Bible says you're a different person. Are you a changed person? Has he included you? Now let's listen to Forgive and Do. He included me.
so much for listening to our podcast today. We trust it was a blessing to you. It makes our day when we hear someone that was blessed by our podcast for music. We'd love to get an email from you. Just send it to glenn.dawson at glenn.dawsonea.com That's G-L-E-N-N dot Dawson at Glenn G-L-E-N-N DawsonEA.com You can find all our information on our website at www.glendawsonea.com In addition to our email, you can find information about our Facebook page and Twitter information. You can also find links to our index of all our podcasts and links to all our music on YouTube. We hope you will enjoy those, and remember now, we love y'all, God be with you, and bye for now.